and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting over episode 13 of Neon Genesis Evangelion. If you'd like to watch along, start watching now. So at the outset of this episode, it appears like there's some sort of uh, maintenance work being done on the Magi computers, which are the sort of the three governing supercomputers that do a bunch of the heavy lifting at Nerve. They seem to be on a timeline because this whole Magi maintenance is holding up um, an experiment that's going to be conducted on the three Evangelions. So ultimately it sounds like everything's gone off without a hitch. Now, notably, Ritsuko refers to it as mother. And the reasoning behind that is not quite apparent if this is your first time watching. So we're hearing a bit of chatter over, I guess, some kind of voice system or comm system. And it really seems like Asuka doesn't want to take part in this test. Ritsuko is claiming that this is um, necessary for the constant advancement of technology, but... Asuka's really not buying it. I 
I guess the idea here is to see if the plug suit is inhibitive towards better synchronization in the Evangelion. Interestingly enough, it, it seems like maybe it's not the plug suit that's inhibitive, but rather the plug suit sort of amplifies the synchronization. All right, so Ritsuko drops a little bit of knowledge here. She's only responsible for creating part of the Magi computer. The vast majority of it was designed by her mother. So I guess that sort of sheds a little light on what Ritsuko was talking about earlier. Alright, so they've made note of some sort of a corrosion that's going on, but notably, they're not aborting the test. And this is definitely something that is outside of the normal parameters under which they should be operating. They're sort of passing it off on substandard construction due to, I guess, just the outlying issues from the second impact. But, unfortunately, ignoring this contamination seems to have been a fatal mistake. So it seems like no matter what defensive measures they take, the corrosion seems to be spreading further and further. Now, in all likelihood, this is another one of the angels, or at the very least, the work of one of the angels. Now, if that weren't bad enough, the corrosion seems to be affecting 
the uh, the Eva unit that Ray is currently in. And it seems to be causing her a good deal of agony. So fortunately, this time at least, they're able to eject the entry plugs without it throwing some kind of error message. So at the very least, the pilots are safe, relatively speaking. So they try attacking the corrosion with lasers, but it reveals an AT field, proving that it is in all likelihood an angel. Naturally, this is basically like the worst case scenario for Nerve, for an angel to have infiltrated them. Now the Geofront is closing basically every security door they have to try and keep things as isolated as possible. But given what the Angel's already done, it doesn't seem like that's going to be very effective. Now, notably, uh, Gendo, knowing about what's going on, tells Futsky to inform the SEAL Council that there's just a little error in their alarm system. So he doesn't want it to get out that an angel breached the geofront. So that sort of lends a little bit more information to whatever shady stuff he's doing in the background. So, unfortunately, Nerve is in the tenuous situation of having to fight the Angel without the use of the Evangelions. Unit 1 has been launched to the surface to protect it. I guess the rationale was, if the Evangelions end up being corrupted by the Angel, then they really are screwed utterly and totally. So, it's better to sort of protect the Evangelions just in case. They're sort of resorting to chemical warfare to combat the Angel. And... At least for a little bit, it seemed like it was working, but the angel has adapted. You 
You know, I think it'd be interesting to get a bit more information about, like, the adaptive physiology of the angels. Because they're all pretty exotic. So, while all this is going on, somebody is hacking into Nerve's computers, and in all likelihood, it's the angel. It It's sort of taking the shape of printed circuitry, which I think is interesting. So regardless of whatever encryption nerve has going on, the angel is seemingly able to brute force it. And it's getting into all the main directories and everything, reading all their files. Worse yet, it's starting to infect the Magi computers. So now the angel has invaded Malkior, which is the first of the Magi computers. So Balthasar and Casper are the other two, and at this point in time, because they have a majority, they can sort of fight off Melchior, but it's only a matter of time before the angel hacks the others, and then it can essentially do whatever it wants. So thanks to some quick thinking by Ritsuko, they managed to prevent it from fully hacking into Balthazar, thus giving Nerve a tenuous advantage for the time being. So Ritsuko gives a sort of rundown on this angel's modus operandi. And its whole deal is that it's essentially like a virus, but it evolves at a very, very quick rate in order to adapt. So the situation is really starting to heat up here. Misato recommends destroying the Magi computers... Ritsuko says, uh, no, uh, we're not doing that. Even though his Misato technically has rank over her. So Ritsuko 
knowing how the angel functions, she wants to sort of coax it into an evolutionary dead end so it kills itself. So the idea is that they can sort of hack the angel with the last uncorrupted Magi supercomputer. But the caveat is Casper has to be faster than the angel for this to work. Otherwise, things are well and truly over. Now we get a nice little revelation here about the Magi supercomputer with all the pipes and tubing, presumably that direct coolant and things like that. It really is a big, huge mess. Like, even the crawl space, it's plastered with handwritten notes all along the pipes and things. So I guess, in a sense, finding all these notes is a boon for the crew at Nerve. But at the same time, it's just such a huge mess. I personally would have some trepidation about doing anything touching that stuff. So Ritsuko's getting her hands dirty here, doing actual physical work on the computer. Misato's trying to talk to her, but Ritsuko's really just not being conversational at all. Like, I get they're under the gun here, but the least you could do is behave like a human being. Now, interestingly enough, according to Ritsuko, her mother's personality was transplanted into the Magi supercomputer. The idea being that the three computers take off different aspects. Of course, we're seeing here that the Magi supercomputers uh, literally have brains. Presumably they weren't harvested from actual people but were grown artificially but that is rather ghastly I don't remember that so unfortunately uh, the angel has managed to hack the second computer leaving only Casper untainted so now Nerve is really under the gun because the angel is planning to self-destruct the geofront, and everybody inside it.
So in the nick of time, Ritsuko manages to avert the self-destruct. Casper survives by just a hair and manages to purge the other computers of the angel. And just like that, the angel sort of fades away. Now, notably, this entire time, the three pilots have been sitting in those entry plugs naked. So they... They've probably been there for a couple hours with little to no idea of what's actually been going on. Certainly don't envy them at all. So Ritsuko and Misato seem to be on slightly better terms now. And she's actually telling Misato about the Magi computers. And each computer sort of represents an aspect of her as a scientist, as a mother, and as a woman. And I guess they all would sort of have a different approach to how they think. And thus, whatever conclusion they arrive at together would be deeply considered by the three aspects. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.